I'm sure some of you will remember this anti-drug public service ad from television back in the 1980s. Begins with a shot of a teenage boy in his bedroom. The boy's reclining on his bed with headphones on, happily listening to his stereo. His father then barges into the room suddenly, very angry, with a box in his hand, a box that has various types of drug paraphernalia in it. Dad turns off the radio and he says to the boy, this yours? Son replies, no. His dad says, your mother said she found it in your closet. The boy suddenly gets nervous, starts to stumble over his words as he keeps trying to maintain his innocence. Dad, of course, isn't buying any of it. Finally, the father says angrily, answer me, who taught you to do this stuff? His son shouts out, you, all right? I learned it from watching you. The ad ends with the announcer saying, parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. That exchange between a father and his son illustrates the sad truth of this fallen world. People often ask more of others than they do of themselves. The father in that ad wanted his son to avoid drug abuse in his life. And that was a good thing. All good parents should have that desire for their children. The problem was, he expected more of his son than he expected of himself. He held his child to a high standard, a, a very high moral standard, but he refused to apply that very same standard to his own life. And his son called him on it, which is exactly what he should have done. People often ask more of others than they do of themselves. This is something we can all be guilty of from time to time. We can have one set of expectations for other people, our civil leaders, our religious leaders, our parents, our children, our siblings, our co-workers, etc., and another set of standards, expectations, much lower set of standards and expectations for ourselves. Think, for example, of the many Catholic parents in this parish and in every other parish who faithfully drop their children off to CCD every single week. They do it without fail, but they never come to Mass themselves. These parents, by taking their kids to CCD, are asking their children to take their religion seriously. But they don't do that themselves. Otherwise, they wouldn't miss Mass at all, ever. People often ask more of others than they do of themselves. God, not surprisingly, is exactly the opposite as today's first reading from Genesis 22 makes crystal clear. Here the Lord puts the patriarch Abraham to the test, asking him to sacrifice his son Isaac on Mount Moriah. Now because we're reading this about this 4,000 years after it actually happened, 
We know the reality. We know that God never intended to have Abraham kill his child. The test was about Abraham's willingness to let go and trust in the Lord. God said to him, in effect here, Abraham, are you willing to let go of your son Isaac? He's the child of the promise. The one you waited a hundred years to have. You love him deeply, you treasure the special bond you have with him more than anything else that you have in this life. So are you willing to let it all go? Are you willing to let go of what's most precious to you in this life and trust totally in me? Abraham was willing, thanks be to God, which is why we call him our father in faith. His faith is supposed to be a model for ours. This was certainly a teaching moment for Abraham. A very powerful, a very memorable teaching moment. Through this very difficult test, Abraham learned that God, the one true God, was not like the false god of the gods of the pagan world like Molech, who demanded child sacrifice. The one true God made it clear to Abraham that he would never ask a man or woman to do such a thing. He would never ask them to give up a child in that way. But of course, he did ask it of himself. Did you realize that? What God would not ask of Abraham or of any one of us, he asked. Actually, he demanded of himself. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, the Gospel of John tells us. Or as today's second reading from Romans 8 puts it, God did not spare his own son, but handed him over for us all. That's the good news, isn't it? So God's message to us today is, you know what? You don't need to offer your children in sacrifice to me, because I've already offered my son, Jesus Christ, in sacrifice for you for the forgiveness of your sins, so you might have eternal salvation. The passion and death of Jesus was the ultimate fulfillment of the prophetic words of Abraham in this story. Father Ray, what do you mean by that? Well, we're told in this text that when Abraham was walking up the mountain with Isaac, actually this part was left out of this, the uh, reading today, but it's in the Bible. Read the whole text. We're told in the, that text in Scripture that when Abraham was walking up the mountain with Isaac, his son said to him, Father, here are the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the sacrifice? Abraham answered his son by saying, My son, God will provide the lamb. Poor Abraham probably said that because he really didn't know what to say. Maybe because he was hoping against hope that God would, even at the last second, tell him he didn't have to go through with it. He didn't have to sacrifice his son. Which, of course, is exactly what happened. But you see, there was a spiritual depth to Abraham's response that he wasn't aware of at the time. Yes, God did provide the lamb that day to save Isaac. It's true enough. But that was only a foreshadowing of the Lamb the Lord would supply many hundreds of years later. 
his divine Son, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God whose passion and death would take away the sins of the world. So the bottom line is this, my brothers and sisters. We human beings, in our weakness, often ask more of others than we do of ourselves. God, on the other hand, by sending his Son into this world to suffer and die for our sins, has asked infinitely more of himself and he will ever ask of you, or of me, or of any other human person. And for that, my brothers and sisters, we should all be infinitely grateful.